It's the Hidden Yardage Podcast, and we are here to remember a great man, Mark Lane, Blogging the Boys contributor, football fanatic, Houston Texans contributor, traveler of the United States and elsewhere, all in the name of football and food and all things fun, loving, and family and friends. Passed away on Sunday morning, and he also was, of course, the former host of this podcast, the initial host, you know, the very iteration of this show was myself, Sean Martin, with you, and Mark, and we had a good run together doing this show, and uh, obviously now that has come to an end, as many in Cowboys Nation found out already on Sunday, and you saw, or may have seen, an outpouring of support from the likes of John McClain and Ed Warder and Christy Scales, Charlie Williams, Marcus Mosher, the list goes on, and we'll get into some of that in terms of just how far-reaching uh, Mark's impact was, a lot of which I wasn't necessarily all that familiar with. Um, unfortunately, never did get the opportunity to meet with Mark face-to-face, but you get to know somebody in a somewhat intimate way when you start a podcast like this. Um, my background coming into this show was with a lot of college radio experience, and it's very similar, of course, and a lot of the people I did radio with and talk sports and did this same type of work, not just talking about one team, but, you know, radio in general. And I was in the New Jersey, New York market, so we did a lot of Yankees and baseball and different things. But the people I did those things with way back when at this point, many of them I still consider close friends. And that is exactly the same type of friendship that Mark and I formed. He was hardworking. He was passionate about the game. He had a encyclopedia-like knowledge of the game and you know this Monday time slot will continue. David Howman is waiting patiently here with me to uh, help remember Mark and possibly get into some Cowboys topics as well because we weren't with you after the Super Bowl. Um, if we don't get to any football topics, just know that the show is, like I said, going to remain in this spot and certainly we're going to carry through the offseason just as Mark would have wanted to. The offseason, not that we didn't love our Sundays watching the game and then um, coming on here, but Sundays in the off season were really when Mark got the sign as far as his knowledge level and his preparation. He was mainly in charge of coming up with our rundowns and come up and coming up with great topics, and then you know feeding me to uh, kind of be the analyst that I enjoy being. For a short time, we had a great juxtaposition of when I was living in Austin. We I was a part of a uh, kayaking and paddleboarding group that was pretty consistent about meeting on Sundays. So I could always imagine why the show worked because my routine would be to go out there in the morning, in the afternoon, kayak around all day, and paddle and get some good exercise, and maybe have a cold beverage or two and then come home and unwind and do my prep and then go into the show. And I could just picture Mark being at a desk or something and, you know, really taking his prep seriously. Not to say I don't take it seriously. Uh, of course, and you could read my work at Bargain the Boys. You can read a tribute to Mark Lane as well. RJ Ochoa put it together uh, Sunday afternoon. Some of my thoughts and writing are on there. Some of the tweets that I've already mentioned are on there, as well as RJ's own thoughts. And then Bargain the Boys managing editor Dave Halpern has a section in there as well. And I was just reading some of the comments on the post before jumping into this recording. But I think one of the things that made the early goings of our show work so well is we took a bit to hit our stride, but eventually did 
was that juxtaposition of Mark being, you know, so dialed in, crossing every I, every T, and dotting every I, um, while I kind of would go off and do my kayaking thing and kind of brought a different personality and spin and style to it, and then we would meet and, uh, and bring it together and certainly had a whole lot of fun doing so. And we did everything from reference to Dayton Triangles to endless New Jersey references. And it was a platform for me not only to talk football, which, of course, both Mark and I took seriously in every facet. I think Mark more so than I when it comes to some of the stories you can go read and hear about. Maybe you were there for you, the listener, already know that, you know, he covered the NFL Combine by wearing an oxygen mask because he was still recovering from the illness that eventually he succumbed to now. Um, he was willing to drive long distances and became kind of known for that to do just about anything, whether that was the combine or even just going out to dinner with somebody or uh, meeting people around the league or going to John McClain's uh, Hall of Fame induction. I believe he drove from Arkansas to Waco, Texas, and then back uh, the next day or the same night just to be a part of that. And McLean uh, mentioned that in his thoughts about Mark's passing. So certainly we missed and we never got to uh, personally meet face-to-face. I think our early listeners will remember him uh, constantly mentioning that he wanted to go get a New Jersey delicacy and classic that is the pork leg and cheese sandwich. It became a running bit on damn near every episode that him and I were together. And let me just reiterate and say that I never once thought <laughs> that he might not actually go do it. You know, maybe to most listeners, it, it's understandable if you thought it was a joke. And most of the time it kind of was, and it was joking aspects of how we went about doing the show to break up, you know, the very intense seriousness of the brand we tried to form. There's two shows a day coming out here on this Blogging the Boys podcast network. So you have to do things to stand out. And David, again, who's standing by, you know, as a part of a Tuesday show, and he can speak on, you know, the things they do to stand out. And Mark and I's thing was, you know, hey, we're going to really dive into, you know, what you need to know, the storylines. We're not, we're not going to fall for, you know, the, the clickbait or the headlines or the team culture type stuff. You know, other shows and things can can go about that. We really just dove into what do we want our listeners to know by the end of the show? What can they go and take them with them as a Cowboy fan to make their experience better on a Monday after a win or a loss. And after a win, the feeling was, you know, hey, let's be real about what just happened. Let's break it down. Let's make you informed if you're going to be talking to other Cowboys fans like you like to do after a win. I know I do. And so if you listen to our show, we hope that helped you all in the way. And after a loss, you know, hey, let's put it in perspective and try to get you moved on. We'll never forget um, the first playoff game we got to cover of course, the Cowboys get stuck on Monday night against the Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneers wildcard round. I think we all remember that one. And so us being a Monday show, we didn't get to do our usual reaction to it. Instead, we kind of took the somewhat awkward seat of being a pregame show, which doesn't happen too often. It happens when the Cowboys play the regular season Monday game and then when they play a playoff Monday game, which is even more rare. But we were a preview show that day. We brought on team sideline reporter Christy Scales. I just remember the build-up to that week. You know, the Christy Scales episode was great, and she's been on multiple times. We'll hope to get her again soon. She's always great. But what's great 
about covering that Bucks game and a big Cowboys win at that before they went on to lose to the 49ers, of course, was just the amount of prep, especially for Mark's end, of basically forecasting, and this is all him, that that matchup was going to happen. You know, I'm not one that dives too much into player scenarios like that. You know, I'll pay a little bit of attention. Of course, I know the Cowboys scenarios, but as far as breaking down, you know, as the season gets later, week by week, okay, you may, if this happens, you're going to play them. If this happens, you're going to play them. I'm much more on the side of, you know, just tell me who we're playing and I'll be ready to talk about it then. But he was adamant and, you know, knew his stuff in every way, particularly when it came to that the Cowboys and Bucks were going to meet. Sure enough, it happened. And so when it did happen, it was absolutely no surprise. And me and him texted privately about it. I remember that. And just saying, you know, man, we've been telling our listeners that this was going to happen for weeks. We, we feel so smart. So he was certainly a smart contributor to many things football, even if you're not familiar with all of his work. One of the biggest contributions he made to the Cowboys universe was all the transcription work, which, David, you can speak to you know, as a media student and everything, how much hell transcribing is, but I've never met anybody that does it unselfishly in all aspects of life, really, but especially when it comes to transcribing. As Mark, and so when you hear almost any Jerry, Stephen, Dak Prescott, what have you, quote, uh, just know that most likely that quote came to you secondhand, potentially by um, a lot of work and hard work that Mark Lane did and never fully, I would say, uh, got credit for it, but yet seeing the outpouring of love and support, um, certainly touching um, not just for his family, of course, and all of us at BTB here, but Myself, as we formed this bond to host a show together, and I will be keeping the show going in his memory. David, you will most likely be a a key part of it, as you have been the past few weeks. So I can't thank you enough for being here tonight, and uh, thanks for being a part of remembering Mark. Yeah, and and thank you for um, you know allowing me to be a part of this, and uh, you know, I mean, Mark is he he was such a an inspiration for really all of us just seeing kind of the the passion he had for everything that he did and and not just the passion but like you were talking about the hard work too I mean you know he he enjoyed everything he did but at the same time like like you were talking about the prep and how seriously he took everything and um it, it was just I remember you know our, our paths didn't cross as much to where you know we I mean we didn't host a podcast together like you did but at the same time like whenever I saw him kind of in his element, it was always just like, wow, like that's, you know, that's what I need to aspire to be. That's how I need to do it. Um, you know, and even how you were talking about, you know, his, his transcriptions and all the work that he's done there. And, you know, he, he actually like had a passion for it. And, uh, you mentioned, you know, yeah, transcribing sucks. Like very few people enjoy it. Um, but it's one of those things that, you know, especially in, in any kind of media, like you have to, you know, you just got to grind your teeth and get through it. And, um, you know, Mark was certainly one of the, one of the leaders at the forefront of the transcription process. And like you were saying, definitely did not get all the credit that he really truly deserves for, for all of the very memorable quotes that we all got courtesy of the work that he did. Um, but he, you know, just, had the passion, had the work ethic for it. And, you know, it's kind of, it's a weird spot for us to like be, to contextualize these things. Cause as you were talking, you know, 
you know, we never got the opportunity to meet in person. And that's really the case for a lot of us, you know, here at Blogging the Boys and, in, you know, in, in other sports blogs and sports sites. And, um, you know, I know a few of the people uh, that, that write at Blogging the Boys have had the opportunity to meet each other in person if they're, you know, geographically close or if they go to like the, the Senior Bowl or other events like that. But for the most part, you know, these are, you know, we're all a bunch of, you know, people on the internet and, you know, we, we all, you know, found our way here through a shared passion of, of football, the Dallas Cowboys and, and wanting to talk about it. Um, and so it's, it's kind of weird to think about how strong these bonds are that we formed, even though we haven't necessarily met in person. Um, but especially in the case of, of Mark, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to form a bond with someone like him because he just had that kind of personality that, you know, I, I just remember the first time I ever, uh, you know, virtually met him. Um, I was just blown away by all the little, little nuggets that he was able to throw out there. And, you know, as a lot of people have been remembering him on, on social media, uh, you know, one thing that has come up frequently is his encyclopedic knowledge and oh, just yeah. all the different things that, that you would learn just from hearing him talk. And, and it was really, really impressive. And, you know, it was always a learning experience, whether he intended it to be that or not. Um, and, you know, just someone who was, you know, very easy to uh, just gravitate towards and, um you know, seeing seeing the outpouring of support from everybody, uh, everybody sharing their stories or their impressions of Mark uh, has been really special because, um, you know, I, I think it just it's indicative of who he was as a person and um, you know the 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 lasting impact that that he has um, and just you know it, it it's it's a weird spot to be in. Um, to be thinking about this and, you know, talking about, you know, what somebody meant to you, but, uh, you know, Mark really was, really was special in, in that regard. And, um, seeing everybody just pour it out like that is, uh, really, really remarkable. So, um, you know, uh, just, just lots of, lots of very good positive memories coming up to the surface the, the last, last few hours. And the thing is, there's different levels of humbleness that, you know, everybody in media, uh, you know, either has or adjusts to or reaches. You know, I'm, not, I'm not here to really discuss that. I'm not calling anyone out for where they fall on that scale. It's just a matter of whatever fortune you build, whatever miss you can carve into a very hard industry. And it was very interesting to read today, you know, people – pointing out how much Mark opened doors for other people in the industry, which is something that you really need uh, to happen when you progress through this thing. And um, I, you know, I am, can't honestly say that Mark is the reason I came on. He wasn't but, you know, specifically the reason um, you know, why any of these doors are open for me. It was more uh, knowing RJ, but it was RJ's foresight um, to have the idea of putting us together on the show and him thinking it would work that led to this relationship. So different levels of humble, like I said, I like to think personally that 
you know, I'm on the, the end of, you know, being pretty humble about these things. And I barely even like bringing up in public or at certain times that I host a podcast or any of these things. Um, it's just kind of something that, you know, happens and it's been a lot, RJ and I go way back. And um, to think that I was actually pretty close to almost permanently taking a step away from doing this type of work, you know, um, you know, I just wasn't, I was going at it so hard for so long that the passion had kind of burnt out and career choices forced you to go different directions. And uh, I just wasn't at the point where, you know, having to think every, practically every single day about the Cowboys and this under this tight microscope of, you know, what can I say or do or write about them um, wasn't all that much of something that interests me. And RJ brought back that passion and Mark was the gasoline for that fire to, you know, give us a terrific platform to, like I said, develop to the point of it wasn't just Cowboys, and that's what I'm exceptionally thankful for. You know, I can vividly remember, um, you know, how excited I was to share life events with him on here, knowing that he'd be as happy for me and really anybody that would share those types of things as his own family. Um, and I moved to Texas and got tickets to my first rodeo, which is kind of funny, you know. Everybody jokes about, you know, it's, it's not your first rodeo. Well, in this case, it was. It was Austin Rodeo. I got tickets to work. I brought a date and couldn't wait to bring it up on the pod, and Mark was happy for me. Um, and then now currently living in Bozeman, Montana, the first ever time I came here was for a Kenny Chesney concert, and I took the week off because the show was on a Saturday. And we usually record Sundays, and I was still staying overnight in Montana, so I didn't record the Sunday after Chesney played on Saturday. And while I was just out having fun, Mark was, you guessed it, working hard at the uh, Dak Prescott Pro Camp, I believe it was up in Frisco or what have you, uh, covering that for us and getting some great quotes and exclusive stuff that he pulled through and, and put the show together. Uh, so certainly that was inspiring. And then when I did come back, I guess the following week, there was a platform and talked about what the concert experience is like. And, you know, they were just formed that bond outside of football that made the football connection stronger because it made, I think, at least our listeners hopefully agree, it made the, you know, connection authentic in terms of, you know, just get to hear, you know, just straight stats and numbers and stuff. You get to hear where it comes from too. And in Mark's case, it just came from a pure place of passion for caring about others, helping others, being genuine, and really being incredibly knowledgeable about this game to the point where the football world lost an incredible mind and person. On Sunday, whether you hate the Cowboys or love them, um, you can't take away from the fact that, you know, the entire football community has won the last, you know, great philosopher of it, if you will, um, when it comes to, you know, just his encyclopedic knowledge and the stats, and you can mention, you know, one play from a game six years ago, and he'd be like, oh, yeah, that was the game. You know, that was week 12, 20, 12, where, uh, you know, this happened, and uh, DeMarco Murray fumbled this, and that's why this happened, and, you know, back to the Parcells days, and even before that, and, uh, just incredibly knowledgeable to help balance out what, what we thought was a really hardworking, smart, uh, smartly produced uh, intelligent show that me and him uh, put together. And of course, Hidden the Artist was only a small part of what he did. 
So he was a part of BTB. We would sometimes write articles, not too often, but more so you could see his work you know, on the Texans Wire and in some other publications um, as well. Want to read Patrick Walker's tweet? Pat now, of course, works directly for the Dallas Cowboys from DallasCowboys.com. He writes, devastated by the passing in a real Mark Lane, someone I consider the brother of mine in real life. You hear a lot about his work ethic, unmatched, evidenced by working last year's combine with an oxygen tank to the point I often had to force him to sit down and take a breath. Even more impressive was his spirit and how authentic and giving he was, so much so that I had to act as his big brother at times to protect him from certain things. We checked in on each other often over the years for mental health reasons and his physical health, and the book at this text thread now shattered. His life was hard at the end, and the public never knew because all he wanted to do was work and be great and also take care of his ill mom. Miss you already, brother. I made you promises that I'll continue to hold. Rest well, knowing you earned the right to, and see you later. Yeah, you know, and, and I mean, hearing all those words, you know, everybody tweeting out, you know, what Mark meant to them. Um, you know, again, it feels surreal on, on one hand, but at the same time, it's it just kind of puts into context how uh, how large of, of a presence he was and, and everything that he meant to, uh, you know, to the sport and to the media and to, um, you know, whether it was, you know, Cowboys fans, whether it was Texans fans, just fans of football in general, you know, th- this this space of, of like the sports football media, you know, in this area was better off in every sense for for Mark and for everything that he he did and and you know whether it was whether it was this podcast or the Texans Wire or the work that he did covering all these different places and events, um, you know the the just the impact that he had is is immeasurable. And I think the fact that so many people are are coming out and, you know, speaking up like this is is really uh um just uh it, it resonates in, in in a really real way. Um and you know I, I find myself struggling now to to really come up with something that hasn't already been said by someone else and everyone's been very, um, you know, eloquent in, in everything that they've shared. And, you know, at a certain point I feel like I'm just, you know, repeating what other people have said, but you really can't say enough good things about, about Mark, who he was as a person, you know, the, the work ethic, the passion, the, just the sheer knowledge. I mean, he's, he's forgotten more about this sport than I could ever hope to learn. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just, uh, you know, it's it's a tough, tough spot to to be in to 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 go through all of this. But at the same time, you know, you remember the the positives and the, and the positive memories, and um, you know, there there were certainly plenty of those. And um, you know, that's that's something I just I keep coming back to is the the legacy that that he has is is certainly a large one, and and you know this this sport is is better off for, for the contributions that, that he made. So it can be overwhelming to step back and consider the opportunities that covering football can bring you. All of us at BTB realize that. Um, RJ, who we thank for the opportunity, 
Now is my personal story of, you know, things we've been together for, including the 2018 NFL draft at AT&T Stadium in terms of that journey. Certainly it's humbling um, and overwhelming, like I said, to think about how these opportunities come your way just to wanting to talk about a game or this team, especially not being a – not that there's not Cowboys fans everywhere, which is also in its own right humbling when you talk about covering this team specifically because you can get all kinds of notes from people all over the place and it's really cool. And you talk to people who cover other teams and they get jealous because they wish that they had something like that, but they just don't. So certainly all that is, uh, speaks true, but today it's important to note and remember that there's no better thing that could have happened to those of us that knew Mark than to have met him um, just because of his kindness and the way that he truly cared about the people and your life outside of football. Um, he was happy to hear about my move to Montana, even though we never recorded an episode. Once I got here, he would have been happy to, you know, hear about how it's going uh, here. My girlfriend lives with me now. Um, you know, life has been, has been going well in Bozeman. And I know he would have been, um, you know, very happy to, to of course hear that, um, but I am happy. And the memories that he did get to hear, but remorseful for all that we could have continued to do. Gonna read one more tweet from Cherry and Williams and just about wrap this thing up. She writes that the real Mark Lane was one of the kindest, gentlest souls I have known. He was brilliant in statistics. Some people were dealt a bad hand in life, and Mark was one of those. He overcame childhood cancer and fought like crazy to stay alive long enough to get a new arm. Rest in peace, Mark. Hitting the Artist Podcast will continue. David and I will regroup, find a way to do what Mark would have wanted us to, which is talk football. Certainly the Cowboys have been busy. New defensive coordinator, new positional coaches and what have you. The agency is learning and the draft is, is, of course, quickly approaching. All things that Mark would have had us prepared in detail down to the bullet point to talk about, and we will try to do exactly that, not only in his honor because it's the right thing to do for you. So thank you for subscribing to the Hidden Yards podcast here on Spotify, Apple, and the Blogging the Boys podcast network. I am on X at Sean Martin NFL. David Hellman, who I thank dearly for being here tonight, is at DH44. Mark, I hope that poor guy can see sandwiches up there in heaven for you. Um, you deserve it. You talked adamantly about wanting, wanting it. And I know uh, we can have one together someday, hopefully. One last time, here's Mark Lane signing off the Hidden Yardage Podcast. Sean, I think that this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. So there it is. <laughs>